Welcome back to this week's episode of the podcast. This one goes out to Cantony. My name is Tiffany Witt, and I am obsessed with Jonathan Bailey. My name is Joy Wilborn, and I just love the enemies to lovers trope. It will go down as the best trope in history. It's, like, not the best trope to, like, happen in real life, because I feel like I would never, like, never. <laughs> when I hate someone, I hate someone. It's only, like, lovers to lovers, you know? I feel like, yeah, exactly. Like, when I hate someone, I will never feel feelings of love for them, you know? Never. It just won't happen. And I can never disguise my love for someone as hate. No, same. Like, they clearly didn't hate each other, like, mm-hmm. from the very beginning. Like, it started as love, then hate, then love. It wasn't exactly. hate, then love. You know? No. No. When it's love, it's love. And I have to tell them. <laughs> Not even tell them, though. Like, I just have to, like, I just would never stop laughing around them. Like, I yeah. would never stop being smiley. Like, I love you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who was your enemy of this season? Edwina. <laughs> okay. No. How so? Wait, I need to think about like the whole storyline. Yeah, I'm sticking with it. Like, I don't think she's okay. like the enemy, but I think she... Like, I don't know if there was like a true enemy this season... I know that you have, like, I feel like you, that you have a strong take that you, like, are wanting to say. But, like, I I don't think there's an enemy. I think that Edwina was, like, the clear and present obstacle. Or maybe Kate mm-hmm. was, like, her own enemy. Oh, that's a hot take. Because, really, like, they could have been together, like, <laughs> on episode one. But <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> in the park they could have like it could have been done you know even episode two like even episode three like <laughs> true no they had no i think they had until episode four when he finally proposed yeah actually that could have been episode five yeah i don't so know they, they had half the season they had more than half the season and it was honestly all her fault and yeah but I want to hear your take because I feel like you have a really strong one. And I feel like I don't really have a clear and present take on this. Um, my enemy of Bridgerton season two is Penelope. <laughs> but it's, and it's not Lady Whistledown. Like, I ride with Lady Whistledown. I would be reading those papers every week, too, just like anyone else. I ride with her. And I want her to exist outside of Penelope. But Penelope herself? She is just, I just think that Penelope is miserable and she just sits around just listening in <laughs> on everyone's gossip and just taking it all in and then putting it all out in the streets. And I get that Eloise like wasn't the most like agreeable friend, but you just, if I were Eloise, like I don't think there would be any world where me and Penelope could be friends again. It was just unforgivable what she wrote about Eloise and then also just like anytime anything happened to Penelope it was always just like it wasn't Penelope's Penelope's fault like it was some 
something else outside of her made her do something. Like, she could never just, like, take ownership for the fact that, like, she's selfish. But so is everyone on the show. But she's she's selfish in a way that affects people's livelihoods. Because what she writes has so much weight. And I just, I don't know. I'm done with her. I think someone needs to start a rival, like, column called, like, Down with the Whistle or something like that. And then... (laughs) (laughs) Not Down with the Whistle. Not down, down with the whistle, and start writing ish about Penelope and saying that Colin will never love her and all this stuff. Like I think someone should expose Penelope, and then she can see how it feels to be on the other end of things because she never realizes like how how impactful or like just the consequences of the things that she writes. She's never on the receiving end of it. So I think she needs to be on the receiving end of something so that she can actually be empathetic to how she can make other people feel with her column. <laughs> I know that you really, like, hate Penelope. I hate her. I... I hope that she kicks rocks and chokes <laughs> on a cashew. A cashew? <laughs> a cashew. <laughs> I just feel like a cashew has, like, a certain shape where it can get really lodged in the throat, yeah, you know what I mean? like, it could catch on like, something. Like, a little curve. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, exactly. Like, like a, hook. a peanut wouldn't do. Like a hook. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a, yeah. Yeah, I don't hate Penelope. I don't, like, love her. Like, she's not, like, a character that I love. Like, she just, like, exists to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't really have issues with Lady Whistledown. Like, I know that, like, you very much don't agree with this opinion, but. <laughs> no, I like Lady Whistledown. But, I like... just don't like Penelope as Lady Whistledown. You okay. know what I mean? It's like how I would, like, I would follow Lady Whistledown. I would follow Gossip Girl. But I don't like the people behind the gossip column. Okay, and then I, okay, yes. I don't hate Penelope, but also I don't want an entire season about her and Colin. Like, no, I don't think they're interesting enough to hold a whole season by themselves. No, which makes me think that, like, okay, each upcoming season is going to be, like, oh, like, Benedict's gonna get married, or Colin's gonna get married, and Francesca, who, like, I'm pretty sure doesn't exist, is gonna get married. Mm. Um, But I feel like there are enough storylines now, so it's, like, not all about them. You know, like, next season will be, like, about, I don't know, like, Benedict. I don't know who the next season's gonna be about. I feel like it can't be about Penelope and Colin, because, like, they are, like, so damaged right now, like, both of them, that they... Yeah. They can't be together yet. Okay, but could you ever forgive someone if you overheard them saying that, like, you would never be with them or, like, oh, me dancing with her was nothing, like, I would never date her, and then turn around two seasons later and, like, be with them? Like, there's just no world in which that would happen. No. And, okay, I just read one of the Bridgerton books, Benedict's one, and... Mm -hmm. Colin, like, says, like, I will never be with Penelope Fellertini. Like, he says it, like, five times, like, just in that book. And then the one time he said <laughs> it, he said it, like, in her house. Like, to her brother. <laughs> See, this, there's just no world in which I would be able to forgive him for that. Because a part of you, for, like, for you to say that I would never be with this person, a part of you thinks that that person's unattractive. It's true. 
And then apparently I read, I mean, I don't know if this is true, but I read that in the book where Colin and Penelope like finally do get together, it's only after she like loses weight. Shut up. Yeah, so it's trash. Okay, honestly, the books are like kind of like out of pocket. Like in like Benedict's book, um, her, his like love interest is like a servant basically she's like basically Mm -hmm. a servant and he was like oh i can't marry her so like i'm gonna make her my whore like she's gonna be my mistress forever and we can be so happy together like her is my mistress but like we'll never get married because like that will look so bad and i'm like what are you even saying right now (laughs) (laughs) no it's awful and then in the book version of season two um so like i I don't know. When I read the book, like, I didn't read the whole book from start to finish. I just read, like, the parts that were different in the book versus the show. But I preferred all the choices that they made in the show versus the book. Like, the one scene about, like, Kate's accident. So, in the book, they were in a carriage, and then the carriage, like, had some type of issue and it crashed. But then, like, Kate somehow ended up being underneath the carriage and so she like breaks her leg but at the time Anthony thinks that um she's dead or like whatever um and I don't know it was just like it just wasn't it just didn't hit in the same way because Anthony finds out like in that moment that she's alive and then he he realizes then, like, oh, I love her and I, like, can't live without her or whatever. Um, but then in the show, she has, like, she's in a coma for a week. Like, that's more of a punch to me than what happened in the book. Yes, I agree. You know? First of all, if I fell off a horse and hit my head on a rock, I would be dead. Like, on sight. Dead. <laughs> sis. Even if I'm not dead, I'm gonna die. You know? I'm... First of all, I would never survive a one-week coma. <laughs> no, no. I would be in purgatory, like, looking down on my body, being like, I can't go back there. Like, don't make me go back. Please don't make me go okay, back. you know all those books that are, like, you know, when the person's, like, half dead and they, like, choose to, like, live? Uh-huh. I would never choose to live. Yes. I think that, okay, I think that's a real thing, though. Like, not that I've ever experienced that, but I do think that, like, when you're, like, in the in-between, like, I think you have a choice. I think so, too. And I I think a lot of people choose to live, but, like... Yeah, like, it wouldn't be me. (laughs) No. (laughs) I would have, like, all these questions for God. Like, okay, if I come back, like, am I fully me? Or, like, do I have, like, can I not, like, bathe myself anymore? Because if that's the case, then, like, I do want to die. But... Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, all the books that are, like, you know, like, If I Stay or, like, whatever. And there was, like, uh-huh. one, maybe it was If I Stay or, like, one that was exactly like that. But she, uh-huh. like, her parents were dead. Like, it was just her. She was 16 years old. I remember that. I don't know if it was that book. But her parents were dead. She was yeah. by herself. The only person she had was her high school boyfriend. And she chose to stay. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yes. To be with a high school boyfriend. And I think the one that you're talking about, like, it was made into a movie because I didn't read the book, but I did see the movie. And the whole time I was just like, your whole family is gone. Your brother is gone. Your parents are gone. And you stay for this high school boyfriend who you don't even know if you're going to be together, like, after high school. Like, what? 
I would never. Like, never. Uh, the only person I could imagine staying for, like, if this happened to me in my life and I had the choice, is maybe if I had, like, um, a daughter or a son or something and I, I felt like I would be the only person to you, mm-hmm. like, I don't like know, not, to take not care of Not even for your husband. Then... No, like, I think my husband would be okay. Like, he lived all this time without me. Like, he'll he'll be able to get over it. But my children, I think my kids could make me stay. Your children, Sebastian and Tiffany? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but I don't have a really, like, strong girl name, but Sebastian is, like, my strong boy name, so now I feel like I have to be a boy mom so that I can name my child okay, Sebastian. Okay, which I feel like and... is opposite, because I feel like I don't have a strong boy name, but I feel like I've, but wow. I feel like I've always wanted to be a boy mom, and I feel like you're a girl mom. But, uh, but you don't have any, mm-hmm. like, strong girl names, and I don't have any strong boy names. yes. We might have to trade, but, like, I just love the name Sebastian. And, like, think of this. Sebi as a nickname. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to take Sebi on a walk. <laughs> or, like, me and Sebi are going to the store. That's so cute. So, me, me and Sebi. Me, me and Sebi. <laughs> me and Sebi. That's so cute. But then watch his little girlfriend when he's, like, in middle school, it's going to be like, Sebi. And I'd be like, no. okay, ma'am, no. Ma'am, no. <laughs> I need you to stop. <laughs> that is my name for my child. You need to stop. Um. Yeah, Sebastian is so cute. What was the middle name again? Sebastian something. It was, like, really good. Sebastian Luca. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look, that's so cute. Sebi Luca. Like, you... You can't name your son, like, after your dad. Like, Steve is, like, such a boring name. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> no, it no, it really is. And then he pronounced it Stephen, but it's spelled with a P-H, which I think it should have been pronounced Stefan. That always confuses me, because there was, like, a guy I went to school with, and his name was Stephen, but it was with a P-H, too. I'm like, interesting. Yeah, like, like it's just... weird. But then Steph Curry, it's a P-H, and he pronounces it Stefan. Interesting. Yeah. So I just like to say that my dad is mispronouncing his name. (laughs) And um, I think Steph Curry has it right. But my friend Hannah's dad is named Steve. And she said she wants to name her daughter like Stevie, like for her dad. And I think that's really cute. Like Stevie Nicks. Oh, that's cute. But I know that like you never. (laughs) I would never. So, I just can't so have a girl. Good. I don't have a good name. I know, and I can't have a boy. I don't have a good boy name. Like, I love the name Margot, and I love the name Charlotte for a girl, but calling, like, nicknaming her Charlie. Like, good luck, mm-hmm. Charlie. <laughs> well, that's cute. <laughs> Stop. Charles. <laughs> yeah, like, Your I'm least Charles. favorite character on Younger. <laughs> and I, I did like him at, at one point, but I think it was because of how he reacted to Liza being old, it just I loved him all the way up until like the like last season or like last few episodes. Like he was just so bad mm-hmm. and boring. And then she like 
And he was mad that she was a respectable age for him. Like, what? No, and then he started dating that other that. girl. Charles just, like, didn't know what he wanted. And that was his issue. And then they, like, finally got together and they were like, this is never going to work. And then she gets back together with Josh. So. <laughs> I knew they were in game. <laughs> okay, wait. What was that one book that you read that you, like, absolutely hated? It was like, uh, um, yes. One Day in December. Everyone talks about how good that book is, and they're all liars, and anyone who tells you any differently, like, they have horrible taste. That was the worst book I've ever read. I was so upset. I actually took a two- to three-week hiatus from it because it was just so I feel awful. like it was even longer than that. You were like, I just can't even, like, think about it. Like, it's making me angry, like, thinking about it. <laughs> she was throwing she was throwing away her, like, beautiful just... life. For what? <laughs> She was. She had a beautiful husband, and he made good money, and he was so kind. Like, it's one thing where, when, like, I think that someone is kind, but then the author reveals something about them that makes me, like, like, oh, okay, they're not as good as I thought they were, so now I'm okay with them, like, leaving this person to go to someone else. But the person was perfect. Like, he was great. She just didn't love him like that, and she still wanted this other guy who was, like, at the very beginning of the book, the guy that she met one day in December on a train um, ends up being her best friend's boyfriend. Yes! She... It was basically, like, what's that movie with Kate Um, Hudson um, and um, Jennifer Goodwin? (laughs) Yes. It was basically something borrowed that's banned over, like, ten years. Like, Speaking of something borrowed, I feel like that would never happen to us because, okay, well, one, no. I feel like we don't really have the same taste in men. Two, even if we did, no. I would be able to tell that, like, even if you said you didn't like him, I would know that you liked him. And that just shows that they're bad friends. Exactly. And and then three. They are. If you were engaged to him, I would never sleep with him. So, <laughs> never. Never. It would just be like, okay, that's a wash. Like, I like this person and it wasn't, it didn't happen like that. And that's on me. And the thing is that I'm so resilient in my ability to love that I could find somebody to love just as much or more. So it wouldn't really hurt me that bad. And like, if that were to happen, you would like try even harder to like love someone else. And then you would like, then you would be like so in love with someone else. I would. And like, well, I would. And then everyone was sleeping on John Krasinski's character when he was the best character out of the whole movie. And he was just trying to make everyone be accountable for their own emotions and no, no one wanted to be held accountable. No. But yeah, I... That movie is like... Every time I think about it, like it's just like so crazy, but like I still watch it like all the time. So... <laughs> Yes, for some reason it's like my comfort movie, but I get so, so mad each time I'm watching it. <laughs> also, his name is his name is Dex. Like I hate that name. Like yeah, Dex. Like oh my god, that guy in Daredevil, the like crazy one who like pretends to be Daredevil. Mm-hmm. His name is Dex too, and mm, <clears throat> Dex. He shares two letters with the devil. Stop. <laughs> you hate to see it. You hate to see it. <laughs> it makes so much sense. Oh my gosh. 
you're right. Not Daredevil, though. He's, he's good. <laughs> yeah, Daredevil's fine. <laughs> he's good. He's good. Up there with the saints. <laughs> he's my vigilante. <laughs> Also, why was he always like, I needed to save Hell's Kitchen? But, like, what about the rest of New York City? I know. Also, like, he did not do a good job. He, like, he got beat up, like, every single episode of every season, except for the last episode. The last episode is the only episode where he, like, really started, like, fighting good. And then he would go back to being terrible. And maybe if you're blind, maybe you shouldn't fight people. I'm just, like, throwing it out there. Like, I don't know, like, maybe you should ask Spider-Man. He, like, lives in the next borough over. <laughs> like, they have to- Just, like, go to Queens. They have to know each other. I mean, they do. He's a really good lawyer. Yeah. For Spider-Man. So. And honestly, like, Spider-Man was better because he didn't just stick to one um, neighborhood in the city. He really brought his services, like, even to outer space. Like, that is something that Daredevil could never do. No. Like, Matt Murdock would die immediately. <laughs> immediately. Immediately. I feel like his his senses would be, um, would, like, malfunction in space. I feel like he, like, when Thanos, like, snapped everyone away, like, I feel like he would stay, mm-hmm. and then Karen would be, like, turned to dust, and then, like, he would be ruined forever, even though, like, he never loved her. But he, it just, like, would ruin his life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but then he could find Electra. Ugh. They, they're true loves. I don't care. Like his relationship with yeah. Karen lasted like two episodes. So that's true. They had that passion, that spark, that fire. Like he wanted to run away with her. I know, but you know he did act a little bit more wild whenever he was with her. But I think he did. It's- <laughs> <laughs> but it like traded off because she she was a little bit more tamed when he was with her or when she was with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they needed that. Mm-hmm. He did win more fights when he was with Electra. Yeah, because Electra did all the work. That's true. She was <laughs> doing all the work. She was. <laughs> but that scene Can't of them in the wrestling ring together. <laughs> that was the best scene in all in the whole series i agree also like i understand you're not supposed to like villains but like some villains i like still have respect for but mm-hmm. what's his face oh oh my god oh my gosh what is bowling his name? pin kingpin <laughs> kingpin vanessa <laughs> Like, why did he talk like that? It was so... He was like, I have to find Daredevil. (laughs) (laughs) We have to protect Vanessa. (laughs) I I never even understood his vendetta. Like, he said he was helping his city, but then he he kept killing people. I'm like, how can you help a city that you're trying to, like, unpopulate through, (laughs) through killing people? And then he, like, had control over, like, so many people in the city, and it made no sense to me. No sense. And they never really explained, like, how he was so strong. Yeah. And then he, like, appeared in 
what's that show? Hawkeye? Hawkeye, yeah. And, I don't know, and he was, like, even stronger in that, but he was, like, still annoying. Um, but then Kate was able to, like, fight him with her little bow and arrow. I know. I could never, like, draw a bow and arrow so fast. I know. Like, or even if I did draw it that fast, I couldn't aim that fast. Also, did you get tickets to see... Oh, wait, yeah, you did. To see Doctor Strange. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Like, I... Thursday night. I forgot to do it until the morning. I, like, fell asleep or something when they, like, were mm-hmm. released. And I, like, only had to wait, like, a couple minutes in line to, like, get tickets. And then there were, like, plenty left. So, yeah, and I waited like <laughs> probably a whole week after you got your tickets, and there were plenty of tickets left. So mm-hmm. I just would like to say justice for Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, justice for Benedict. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I tried to get Spider-Man tickets the night that they were released, and I was like in the AMC do it. online yeah. waiting line for like over an hour, and it like wasn't loading still, and so I waited till the morning, and there were like maybe three or four tickets left so i got like two of them yeah and, um, it was insane yeah i also had to wait until the morning and i couldn't go to my favorite theater i had to go to another one but if i couldn't go to my night, favorite theater scared. either sad i was so upset it's so sad or actually i could have but i would have been in like the front row like right in no. front of the screen and you, who wants to sit there you might as well just like not go to a movie if you have to sit in the front exactly. row. Like, what's the point? Exactly. Also, like, why do but they design movies? choose that. Why do they even, like, design movie theaters like that? You can't even, like... I don't get it. See the whole screen, like, when you're in the front row. No. Do you play Wordle yet? No. Why? I don't think I understand how it works. And I just feel like I wouldn't be good at it. So I'm removing myself. (laughs) (laughs) The narrative. (laughs) That's how I do with most things. If I'm not good at them, I don't want to do it. Okay, have you, for the Harry Styles drama of the day, have you seen that guy that disguised himself as Harry Styles? Okay, yes, I saw that. And they were saying that, like, there have been so many pictures where... It's not Harry, but we thought it was Harry, but it was him as a disguise. So then people are like, wait, I wonder if that person, like, works for Olivia or something. And that a lot of times when we see Olivia and him together, it's not actually him. It's just, like, her and this guy. No, because this guy, like, posted a video. Maybe there is, like, another part of it. But he posted this, like, YouTube video that was like, I bought Harry Styles 1 billion streams plaque. Because I, like, pretended to work for him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he had to buy it for $4,000. And then there's this TikTok account called at Suminella. Have you heard of it? No. Okay, so everyone thought that this was Harry. Like, this account was Harry. Because they were posting with this plaque. And then there were, like, other weird things that were happening. But it, like, all makes sense now that it's not Harry. Because it's this random guy. Uh-huh. And then he, like posed with some girl that he knew and they like posted it online it was like oh my god i met harry um so it was like one big scheme but apparently he's like a harry fan and he was like i'll give it to you like on these conditions on these conditions and i was like this is so weird like this is the weirdest thing that's ever happened and (laughs) like some of the stands like really scare me and like i feel like i'm quite the stan 
but I would never go to such lengths. <laughs> yeah, like I think I'm a I think we we are sane when it comes to our stanhood. I mean compared to others. Like I would never yeah. I would never like show up at his house. Like if I knew his address, like I wouldn't like knock on his door. No. Maybe I would like drive by. <laughs> yes. But I would never invade his privacy, like, going to the front door. Exactly. And what do they think is going to happen? Like, he's going to be like, oh, come on, come inside. (laughs) Okay, so this also happened, apparently, to Claudia and Phineas. Okay, but... their house is just, like, on a public road, and you could literally find it anywhere. Yes, and you Um, even found the address. So, like, like, their stuff is easy to find online. Like, if... Like anyone can find it. And the the only reason I found it was because it was their home was listed on like Zillow or something like that. And it was obviously the same house. You saw the pictures and you like compared it to the vlogs. You're like, oh T. Um so it was pretty easy to find, but I still will never like pe- people were going to their home to ask for an autograph and picture. And then they were like confused when he responded like no like what like why what, would you be confused by like that? what do they think is gonna happen i'm confused i don't know i would never like if someone came to my home and was like can i get a, a picture of you i'd be like no like leave exactly maybe if you see me at starbucks like okay sure but at my house no it's such an invasion of privacy and it is i don't know it makes me feel like icky 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 even like following people around like it's one thing to like see a person and like watch them while they're like at a coffee shop you're like oh my god like i can't believe that that's like tom holland or whatever but to then follow them for the rest of the day like that's crazy Mm -hmm. like when we were in new york like we would like look at the winter garden theater and, like, see if Hugh was, like, around it. But we weren't, like, stalking him. Like, we weren't, like, waiting outside no. until rehearsals were done. Exactly. And even though I did think about it, because that would have been a very sure way of me meeting Hugh Jackman, it's just, like, we had other things to do that day. Like, I couldn't spend my time being a stalker. But, like, we could have easily. Like, we knew when he was at the theater <laughs> and our hotel and he posted at the same time every morning like from his instagram so like honestly if we stayed there like he was inviting us to to be there he was because he posted every and our day. hotel was literally down the street from like we could see the theater from the hotel yeah. so we were legitimately a block away <sighs> so next time Oh, but I was going to bring up the Moulin Rouge replacements because... Oh, yes. Um, like, I'm sorry, like, that I, I just, like, want to apologize to everyone out there that I, I was a hater for anyone else to replace <laughs> We're natural haters, though. But I... Like, I love Derek Klena, and I... In terms of Broadway boyfriends, it goes, like, Aaron Tveit, Derek Klena... Jeremy Jordan, etc., etc., etc. Oh, Jeremy Pope is up there too. He's so fine. I hope he plays um, Fiero in the Wicked movie. 
Like, I think he would be really good. Like, if they cast him, I just want to put it out there that it was my idea and no one else's. Uh, <laughs> Is it Jeremy Jordan in The Waitress right now? No. Or maybe. No. He's not. Waitress is closed. Oh. Was he in The Waitress at some point? Yes. Okay. With Shoshana Bean. Yeah. Because I saw, like... <laughs> A video of him kicking open the stage door on the way out. And oh, yes. Yes. Oh, that's okay. him. So, okay. But I was like, I also thought it, that it was closed. But then, okay, it happened a long time ago. Wait, I think. I don't know. I don't know anymore. Wait, now I have to look up the video. I feel like I know who posted it. Okay. Hold on. It's like really going to drive me crazy anyways. And then I can talk about Derek Klona and how much I love him. <laughs> he was just like so aggressive with it. I was like, "Oh, T." Benjamin. Oh yes, it was from Waitress, but it was from three years ago. The video. Oh uh, okay okay, got it. Okay. But yes, I love Jeremy Jordan. He was in um. You know those videos online of the greatest... Like, he was supposed to be Zac Efron's character in The Greatest Showman. Oh, like an actual movie? Yes. And Zac Efron beat him out? Poor baby. Like... What's people from Hollywood that, like, take mm -hmm. these roles from the people in Broadway who probably actually deserve them? But Jeremy was, like, signed. He, like... You know, like, all those videos of, like, them singing to, like, greenlight the, the movie to make it happen... Like, he was yeah. there. He was there for all of that. <gasps> Shut up! And he got replaced? Oh! And then when Hugh, he, like, was sick or, like, couldn't sing or something, Jeremy uh -huh. sang for him. Like, at that, at that thing. It was, like, he, it was Hugh and Jeremy, like. So then mm -hmm. what happened? How did he get replaced? He just got replaced. He just got done. Yes, like, and the exact act. same thing happened with him. Uh, he was supposed to be, um... He was supposed to be the main character in Finding Neverland, the musical, and Matthew fucking Morrison took his role. I know. He is the nastiest man I've ever seen in my life. I'm looking Jeremy up on... What's his name? <sighs> Jeremy... What's his last name again? Jordan. Jordan. Oh, poor baby. I know. But you that need... Is so sad. Hold on, I'm going to look up one of the Greatest Showman videos, and I'll send it to you, and you can watch it later. Jeremy Jordan. Oh my gosh, he was in American Son. I I watched that. It was awful, but I did watch it. This is the greatest show. Let it come that is so crazy, because I did see those. Yes, he's like, he's I in like all of lives. them. Oh, wow. Oh, like, okay, God. here's... He used him and abused him. Here's Hugh. Wait, hold on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wait, hold on. He was always wearing that shirt. I know. Uh, so Hugh. dirty. That's Jeremy. No. <gasps> At the piano? No, he's, like, also singing. Oh, okay. <laughs> piano, too? He was doing the piano and singing? <laughs> and they still asked him out like that? <laughs> Girl, I'm telling you, like, Jeremy is cursed. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my god. And like the thing is that the greatest showman, like that would have put him on Hollywood's map. 
I know. And you know the musical Newsies? Uh-huh. He was the originating role for Jack Kelly, the main character. Oh my goodness. I know. Wait, did you ever see that? Anyone. Did you ever see that movie Joyful Noise with Kiki Palmer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was He was in that? He was her love interest. He's that guy. <gasps> That's Jeremy Jordan. I have to look it up now. Oh my god, I got to just like when they sing like maybe i'm amazed maybe i'm amazed at the way you're with me all the time (laughs) that's him shut up (gasps) i know sis now i have to watch joyful noise i know he's so good in it (laughs) oh poor baby deserves more he deserves more he was really trying to cross over into hollywood so that he could have you know a couple of good movies and be set for, for the rest of his life now he has to hit the stage every night trying to get his coin so that he can retire <laughs> i'm just i hate hollywood for this i really do that's not fair like he's he's the most pure out of all of them he's i love him uh, and i think that like him and Zendaya would have had like a really great rapport and mm-hmm. relationship together and she could have helped him get cast in something else maybe like those connections that he missed from not being in that like I know he just did a couple shows in Kansas City but the tickets were like for like before the pandemic like when we were in school and I was like oh I can't go but then they like rescheduled it for like when I was here and the tickets were already. So they were all sold out. I know. I was like really sad. I even like went to the box yeah. office like to see if they had any left. I, I know, and they didn't. Um, people have been getting tickets to Olivia Rodrigo by going to the box office. That's what people did for Harry too. But my friend. But apparently there are a lot more for Olivia's at the at the box office because a lot of the resellers like weren't able to actually like resell because they hiked them up so much. Too much for her concert. Yeah. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong, like, Olivia is now a Grammy-winning artist, but to hike her prices up to, like, such a high price when, like, she's not Harry Styles, you know what I mean? I know, she's, like, like this is, awesome. like, her first album. <laughs> exactly. Um, But anyways, back to Moulin Rouge. I was, like, mm-hmm. really worried to see who they were going to cast as, like, the new cast. But mm-hmm. I really like everyone. And I'm, like, really sad that, like, we don't have tickets for, like, I don't think that I can make it work for us to stay until, like, the Thursday because um, that's just, like, not going to work for me. But I really want to see Derek um, as Christian because I think he's going to be amazing. So Derek hasn't been in any movies or anything. But he's already been, like, Tony nominated before, which, like, Aaron cannot say. Like he was Tony nominated and Tony winner in the same year, and he was the only person in the category. So, um, <laughs> I feel like that does taint it a little bit. I you know, know. Like you did win a Tony, obviously, but I don't know. To me, that that would taint it slightly. But I would try to forget that fact. Oh, that he was be happy. I forgot he was in the Hawkeye show in. That musical, the Captain America musical. <laughs> he, I don't know who he played, but he he was like one of the people. He was in it. Yes, he. That's funny. Um, let's see. He's been nominated like multiple times, I think. 
He, oh yes, he was nominated last year mm-hmm. for, he was in the the Alanis Morissette musical Jagged Little Pill, but he lost to um, Danny Burstein for Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge like really swept it all. But he, he was in Anastasia. He was in Jagged Little Pill. He also did Wicked, just like Aaron. And then he is in, he was in Dogfight, the musical, which is like really... Like, no one really knows about it unless you, like, really know musicals. But he's really good in that. Um, but, you know, he has the look. And I'm really excited for him because I think he'll be a great Christian. But, and then the girl who's replacing Satine is Ashley Lauren, who is Satine's, like, understudy. So mm-hmm. she's just, like, stepping up. Yeah. And then I don't really know the people who are replacing Ricky and Tam. But mm-hmm. I think it'll be good. But I'm glad that um, Natalie Mendoza is getting replaced because I just feel like there could be a better Satine. It's just like so. I think I've seen Karen Olivo, mm-hmm. Olivio. I don't know. <laughs> I think Olivo. Yes. Um, I've seen Karen and I've seen Natalie. Which one do you prefer? And I don't know if I asked I, you this before. I don't really prefer either of them. <laughs> I think it's just hard to be the sparkling diamond. And yes. no one has really hit the mark for me yet. And you really have to sparkle. I know. But there's this girl, Amber Ardolino. She's a swing mm-hmm. from Moulin Rouge. Do you know what a swing is? Yes. Okay. Um, which, like, first of all, I could never be a swing. Because, like, literally 20 minutes no. before the show, they could be like, you're going to play this character. Or you're going to play this all, character. I don't have the memory to be a swing. No. Like I you have, don't to have to learn memory to even have a role. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> it, yeah, it's like I can't. They have to learn like seven different tracks, like for dancing, for lyrics, characters, whatever. But Amber was a swing for Moulin Rouge. She was also swing for Hamilton. She's swinging now for Funny Girl, the musical, uh-huh. with Beanie Feldstein and Jane Lynch and Ram- Ramin Karamlu, who you will also. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, like, you know, teach you to be obsessed with him because I love him a lot. Okay. Um, but I think that I have only seen, like, clips of her. I think she would... I haven't seen her show, but I think that she was good when she, like, filled in for Satine. Um, she also played, like, or she was a swing in Hamilton. She played Peggy a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, and Maria Reynolds, obviously, because it's the same character. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. It's the same person. <laughs> um... But yeah, I think that she would have been good to see. I haven't seen Ashley Lauren's performance, but uh-huh. I don't know. I think she would be good too. But I think the Sparkling Diamond is just you know a hard role to fill. I just feel like Karen's voice like didn't fit it. Like I think she was like a little too, nah, a little too like old for the role, and or her voice I was agree. just like her voice was just like she was not she wasn't old. She was too her voice was like too mature. To play Satine. Yeah. And then Natalie, I think she has like the look, 
Yes. But, but she does she, have the look. I will give her that. She, has she like, she, Im- I think she embodies the sparkling diamond, but I don't know. Like, her voice that just, voice like, isn't for is me. so nasally. Like, it's, it's coming straight it, from the nostrils. And I was so excited for her to, like, be the sparkling diamond because she's mm-hmm. Asian. So, you know, I got to support mm-hmm. my Asians. And, and apparently she was, like, in the movie as a dancer. Oh, T, I didn't know that, actually. Like, yeah. She was in the original Moulin Rouge as a dancer. And so now, like, coming back to place a T on Broadway was, like, a huge full circle moment for her. Which I thought was great, like a great story to tell your kids. Um, but I hope that she also tells her kill- her kids the f- full story and that like her voice was not right for the role of the king. But that is okay. That is okay. Like because it was she, just she lived her dream. <laughs> yeah, I'm like really happy for her, but like it's just not for like it's it was nasally, and then she like puts a lot of emphasis on like weird notes to me. Yes, like, I sometimes and even just like the way that she would like talk like during the one where they're like um what's the one i know like i'm trying to think of a song but now i'm like blanking and i've seen the show two times now so and i listen to the soundtrack all the time and like i know exactly the songs that i'm I'm thinking about but i can't remember so exciting Mm -hmm. that's the one where like her emphasis on certain like notes was just i don't know it was just all for me I don't and know. Firework was I was just like, okay, sis, like I'm I think your firework needs to Firework <laughs> I was like you're about to blow that mic out, okay? But like what are way. Yeah, like she would like really yell. Like I'm trying to think of a song. Like that's not firework. A kiss on uh, a hand, maybe quite continental. <laughs> yeah. I was like, sis. No. She started singing. I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Aaron thinks that. Like, I feel like he has to. I, peace out. I feel like Aaron is very, like. He's shady. A, uh, like, a very opinionated man. There's a reason that, like, he only hangs out with Ricky. is because I feel like Ricky is also kind of shady. Like, there's some things Ricky says on live. And, like, I feel like you shouldn't have sent this. Or said this, like, online. <laughs> He's shady, but in a way that everything that he says, like, sounds like a joke. You know what I mean? So he gets away with sounding shady, but whenever Aaron says something shady, like, it comes across like he really means it, which he does. Um, but, yeah. Aaron comes across as a, as a shady man. He does. He's a shadester. Even sometimes when, um... Ricky and Aaron are doing some type of like song together on the live and Ricky will hit a note that's like, you know, not too great. It shows on Aaron's face. Like he's very expressive. He's like I feel like Aaron you know? he's like, I, feel like, I feel like Aaron is always giving like voice lessons. He's like No, he is. He's like, you know, it has to come from like your throat like right here <laughs> it's like where i get this note and then if i'm trying to change it then like it comes from like right here like my diaphragm and then if i'm trying to change it again like it comes from like my left arm like he's just very much he's like always trying to critique he's a critiquer mm-hmm. what's his sign again i can't remember i don't know i think he's a libra i think that's what I was going to say. Like, he gives off Libra vibes. Aaron Tveit, birthday. 
But isn't Andrew Garfield also a Libra? No, Andrew is a Leo, which he's such a Leo. Leo, 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 Leo. Leo man. Aaron is. Like, I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> I love that man. Um. Yeah. I had to burp. Aaron is. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Aaron is Libra. Um. What are the qualities of a of a Libra man again? Um, that they like get along with everyone, and then they like make you like fall in love with them, but they will like start to be like flaky and like never love you. Um, yeah, just like I can see that. Yeah, too. just like every other Libra in my life that I've fallen in love with. So, um, <laughs> okay, should we wrap it up? Yes. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for listening, um, and we'll talk to you guys next time. I don't even say next week anymore because, like, we are not consistent, but next, next time. time. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>